Becoming an authentic, fearless, fabulous speaker will get you noticed as an expert and an influencer. Everyone has the power to speak from their soul and has a fearless presenter inside just waiting to come out and shine. Welcome to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. We'll show you how to tap into your power, own your authentic voice, and speak your truth on stage, in video presentations, and everyday business life. Now, here is your host, Abigail Rebecca. Hey everyone, hi and welcome to today's show, Present Your Power. Wherever you're listening in the world, whether it's morning, afternoon or evening, it could even be the middle of the night, then it's really great to have you here. And um, if you are listening in live, I'll tell you what, just send me an email. Send me an email to hello at abigailrebecca.com. Maybe you have a question that you'd like to ask during the show or maybe you just want to make a few comments. It'll be really lovely to, to hear from you and I will keep an eye on my emails throughout the show so if you are listening to the replay um, then you can still get in touch let us know what your main takeaways were from our show today that would be really brilliant so for any new listeners um, just to uh, reintroduce myself my name is Abigail Rebecca I'm a presentation coach and it's my vision to create a million voices a million women standing up and speaking their truth and and you know I'm so so excited to be part of this new age like this new movement that is happening all around the world all within the whole of the universe which is why I'm so passionate about empowering women to use their voice So we're living in a very exciting period at the moment, I'm sure you've noticed. We're in the age of Aquarius. We're transitioning away from this very masculine energy and a deeply embedded worldwide culture of keeping knowledge and not sharing and following a leader, like a really solid structure of hierarchy. And we're moving into a more feminine power built on love, communication and sharing knowledge and we're moving out of this Piscean age which was really dominated by hierarchy and the key to the age of Pisces was I believe so during this age in order for you to be you I guess you needed to fit in and you needed to conform you needed to find someone or something to believe in and when you found it you followed it and you were guided how to live so this could have been by a political stand or a charismatic leader for example but the people in power held the knowledge they held the key they held the secrets and you didn't really need to know these secrets you just had to follow the leaders who did so this created vertical hierarchies and it was essential to find your place to know your place and follow whoever it was that you were following and and this really has been the foundation for human consciousness for the past 2000 years everything that you've learned from your parents that's what they learned from their parents and so on and so on for the past 2000 years it's been molded by this Piscean culture and now it's all changing because the Aquarian age is being driven by networks and information this is the age of information nothing is secret anymore 
all information is available at your fingertips like google it <laughs> and, and you'll find out more like literally google it so where the piscean age was organized in a vertical up and down structure of hierarchies the aquarian age is organized in a horizontal network like opening the world up to true equality and as a conscious community as women and men the key now is to support each other and as with all times of change the world is going through a few wobbles a few feathers are being ruffled the hierarchical wars are taking some time to fall down and there's lots of resistance i just turn on the news and you will see there is a lot of resistance but to be truly equal as women we need to know our worth especially as we enter an era of feminine power and we also need to know our worth so we can overcome our limited beliefs and create our own movements within the world and really make such a big difference and an impact in this world so when I come across women like my next guest who support this um, vision of information sharing of building community and empowering women I get really really excited and I want to interview them for my show so let's get to know Michelle Lee a little better shall we so Michelle Lee is the founder of Athena Rising Now, um, a women's impact. She's a women's empowerment coach. She's been a women's empowerment coach actually for the last sixteen um, years, and is a powerful conduit of the sacred feminine she deeply understands that when women are healed the planet can thrive what a lovely lovely purpose and mission and and belief um michelle's sole purpose and mission is to transform the female experience on the planet by helping women embody their innate value and worth identify their soul's purpose and turn it into a thriving business that fits their desired lifestyle women working with michelle shed their doubts and fear of inadequacy learn to trust their intuition tap into their unique expression and live as the sacred being they were born to be and michelle is also an author she's the author of fall in love with your self-hypnotic journey um CD and the, and the creator of countless weekend workshops, including Mind Magic and Self Love, How to Get There from Here, and most recently her book, Women from Profit to Power, Your Guide to Claiming Your Worth. And that's the title of the show today. So, Michelle Lee, welcome. Thank you so much, Abigail. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I just love everything you said about the Aquarian age and how we're moving, uh, evolving on this planet. It's so important. It's exciting, isn't it? It's so exciting. It it's so exciting to be part of the journey. And um, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on to this show. Um, you know, this show is about presenting your power, but it's not just about speaking on stages and speaking to camera. It's it's actually about really um, like it, owning our power and, and really understanding our self-worth. And I just love what you do. I love how you're helping so many people around the world. Thank you so much. I, I love your vision, too. A million women. Imagine a million women standing up and speaking their truth of peace I know. and love on this planet. I know. Imagine the size of that room. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Michelle you are I've been complaining all day about how hot I am so at the moment I'm in the UK and we're having a heat wave well we're having a heat wave in terms of what it's normally like in the UK but you're in Phoenix Arizona so I would think it's very very hot there it is very very hot here you know we're running we're getting into our hot season this is the time of year that you wish you didn't live here it only lasts about three months but yeah we're, we're well above 100 degrees every day every day wow wow that is just uh yeah that's incredible we i don't think we ever hit that in the uk even though i have been in that heat before and um phoenix arizona obviously is where the studio as well for, for voice america is so it's it's great um that you're you're calling in from there so um Michelle, I, th- I thought what would be a really nice way to kind of just kick off this interview is really for you to maybe tell us a little bit more about yourself. I mean, you- you've got such a big vision and you've got such a passion for what you do, like you are com- t- completely changing the world. So I'd really love to know a little bit more about you and, and-, and why are you so passionate about what you do, like what brought you to where you are now? Thank you for asking, Abigail. You know, what really started, I've always been a spiritual seeker. So ever since I was a little girl, I've explored religion and um, seeking outside my family, too. My family wasn't a very religious family, so I found friends who went to different churches, and I explored that. But what you know, which is why I am so spiritual and so um, committed to the sacred feminine. You know, that spirituality piece was innate within me. I was always conscious of it, always asking the bigger questions, you know, who is God and what is my relationship to God? And then what really empowered me into women's empowerment was, Every experience I've had all of my life since I was, and beginning since I was 14 years old, um, has been about women and motherhood and women's power and disempowerment, really experiencing the disempowerment of women on the planet. But what really started my work was after I gave birth to my third child, um, I had natural childbirth, which was just a part of what I wanted, you know, the first time I gave birth, I was very young. I was 15 years old. But even at that age, I wanted nothing to interfere with the natural process of giving birth. And I'm not sharing that because I think all women should have natural childbirth or anything. We're in in the age of of choice. I'm just sharing that because it was an, an innate desire within me, even as a very young woman giving birth as an early, you know, in my teen years, I didn't want anything to interfere with that, with my body's natural ability to give birth. But after my third child, I was 25 years old, and I was, I was, steeped in the experience of postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety disorder, which went completely unrecognized and undiagnosed at the time. And I had a difficult birth, which I think probably led to the the 
postpartum anxiety and depression. But Mm. innately, my intuition, Abigail, told me that this was not how childbirth was meant to be. And I really had an awareness that as women, we are the gate between spirit and form. We are the way for spirit to take form as human beings. And that this was a very sacred experience and that it shouldn't be one of pain, depression, anxiety. <sighs> we should be in it, be able to be in a place that we just get to bond with our babies and really love the experience. So I set on a journey to find, you know, a way to change the birthing experience for women. And this was before internet. This was like 1995. (laughs) I didn't have a computer. I didn't have internet. So I was looking through my natural parenting magazines, and I found an ad for a program called Hypnobirthing, using self-hypnosis to help women have natural childbirth. And I just did some research and made some calls, and I instantly knew that was it. So that was my first step in helping women was becoming a certified hypnobirthing uh, practitioner. And I began to teach women how to use self-hypnosis. And part of that program was educating women on the history of childbirth and how childbirth has been changed in the medical industry, right, to make it more profitable for the industry. And, you know, looking at the history of how women give birth in different areas of the world and how pain in childbirth is very much a Western experience, you know, it just really changed my, my outlook. And seeing women give birth painlessly shifted everything. Wow. I, it's just, your story is so incredible, Michelle, um, what you've just shared. So how did that, so in terms of your um, sort of moving from hypnobirth then to what you're doing now, what was the transition period? How did that then occur? Well, it transitioned over probably just a couple of years. Well, actually, That's not true. It probably took about a decade. And, you know, when I saw how powerful hypnotherapy was for women giving birth, I decided I wanted to learn hypnotherapy for other modalities. And so I became certified in hypnotherapy. And, you know, I thought I was going to just help people lose weight and stop smoking. That's how most hypnotherapists make their money. But I found very quickly, you know, once I opened my practice, a woman came came to me and she um, was coming to me for weight loss. And because I just naturally look for motivating factors, right? I didn't want to just talk about what you're eating, how, how to get you motivated to exercise, that kind of thing. You know, I asked her, well, when did you start putting the weight on? And she shared with me that her weight, her weight issue began with the SIDS death of her baby. 
And in that, in that moment, I knew that I am here to heal women, right? That her, her issue wasn't a weight loss issue. It was a grieving issue. It was a guilt and shame issue. And so from there, I really began to look at how do I help women love themselves? How do I, because I didn't, I didn't grow up loving myself. I didn't come into being just thinking I'm all that and, and loving who I am. It's been a journey. And um, that's how I sort of evolved into the self-love and empowerment. And when I wrote my book, you know, that hypnobirthing book and that training really triggered it me triggered something in me was that, you know, we don't know the true history of childbirth. Nobody tells us what we're taught is how many things that can go wrong in the body, how we should fear the process. And I thought, what else don't we understand in women's history, right? What else are we being told that disempowers us? just like the birthing process has been used to disempower us, you know, and that's when I started doing research. I felt it early on in my childhood, like I said, you know, when I explored different religions and in my early adulthood, you know, I, I began to look at Buddhism and new thought and paganism. And, you know, it was so much like, there's so much we don't know. And I think if women knew this information, like how it affects us, you're talking about the, the women, you know, stepping into their power and coming out of the Piscean Age. You know, the Piscean Age was very patriarchal. We lost our divine mother. We lost our divine mother. And not having that heavenly mother that we are created in the image of has affected women deeply in the psyches of feeling like we belong on this planet. You know, there's a sense of we don't belong anywhere and who we are naturally as feminine beings is innately bad. And those are a few of the wounds that I began to really uncover. You know, my thought was, at our natural core state, we are love. We love ourselves. Look, look at a baby. Look how in love with life they are and how they mm. just love looking in the mirror at themselves. That's our <laughs> core state. And then I thought, okay, what happens in our lives? What barriers come up for us that actually blocks us from loving ourselves? And that's what I found, you know, historically that I covered in my book, From Profit to Power. That's I know I've kind of run show. on. I hope that answered your question. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just uh, what an amazing story. And um, let, let's go back to that. We, we just need to go for a quick break now. But when we come back, it'll be great just to explore this more around, um, you know, the blocks and how we can truly sort of embrace our feminine power and really understand our own worth. It's, uh, it's just such a fantastic, fascinating um, subject. So um, 
for those of you who are listening to us live and the replay um, if you want to know more about Michelle and her work um, just make, head over to her website it's athenarisingnow.com so that's athenarisingnow.com stay tuned as we'll be right back talking to Michelle right after these messages It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit AbigailRebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Hey, and welcome back to Present Your Power. My name is Abigail Rebecca, and I'm so, so excited today because we have on the show Michelle Lee. Hey, Michelle, welcome back. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. So, Michelle, before we went to the break, we would, um, you were just telling us your wonderful story. Um, I, I love the fact that your life experiences have shaped um, the, the business that you're in now. And, and of course it has. I mean, that, you know, that's what running a, a heart led business is all about. And, you know, I speak to wonderful entrepreneurs like you who are really, sort of, you know, got such a big mission for the world that often happens. So it's amazing to hear your story. But also, I'm really, really, I'm really, really intrigued about this um, um, this feminine 
power. You were you were talking about the fact that you know over the last two thousand years, you know what we've been living through as a as um like as a culture as a community um, has been a very masculine power, and we've sort of lost that feminine identity, and that really resonates with me. It really really resonates with me actually. Um, so I'd. I'd really love to sort of understand a little bit more about that, how it's affected us, but also like how that's now created blocks and, you know, really what, what are the next steps? I mean, what can we be doing to, you know, regain and reconnect with this, you know, this wonderful feminine power and energy that is there? I love that. I love the question. Thank you so much. Well, what I learned through my research and working with women was that there were four core wounds that are a common thread among women, and those core wounds are guilt, shame, fear of rejection, and fear of abandonment. And what I discovered is that what we have learned about ourselves runs very deep in many of our religions. Our religions are based on the, the patriarchal way of living. And so, you know, if we look at just the story of Adam and Eve, of at Eve eating the forbidden fruit, right? I mean, that story in itself holds so much so much power and you can find you can find all four core wounds in that story you can find the guilt of Eve doing something that she was told not to do that was forbidden and as a result of that she created the separation from God right so God rejected her um she became shamed because um, she not only not only did her decision that was based on you know what the serpent the snake told her to do that she created not only her own downfall but the downfall of all humanity. So in that is you know the fear of rejection. Our Heavenly Father rejected us as women for the choices that we make. Um, The shame and the guilt are in there. And then the fear of abandonment is the very fact that there is no Divine Mother. And the serpent, I go into my book, the serpent in the story is really, is the metaphor for women's intuition. And in paganism, you know, the the snake was, you know, the um, embodiment, the metaphor for women's power, being able to shed your skin and be a new um, and be refreshed in new energy. So that entire story holds so many implications for how women have been taught that we are and the roles that we play and the reason why things are the way in the world um, because Eve made a poor decision. And so the first thing to understand is you don't have to disengage 
um, from any any religious beliefs. You don't have to stop loving the God of your life. But my hope is to help women identify, help all people on the planet identify their own discernment. What is true and what is not true? We are told so many stories in our lives of what we are meant to be as women, the roles we are supposed to play, what we are supposed to do. And it's all in story. And so much of it goes, all of it goes against the nature of who we are. And so then that just perpetuates this fear, um, not the, the fear, but the feeling of inadequacy and unworthiness. And so what I really invite women to do is to become super aware of the stories that we've bought into and really use our own discernment. Is this a true story? Does this promote love? Does this promote connection? Because really, you know, stories like that, the the parable of Adam and Eve was written to explain our separation from divinity. And the truth is, we've never been separated from divinity. So the story was created to explain an illusion, a lie, what is not even true. So therefore, the story isn't true either. So it's, it's really important to just start looking around you. Look at the stories we're being told in the media, in commercials, in music, in relationships. Look at the stories that our grandmothers and mothers passed down to us. You know, are they true? Do they resonate with your soul? Just like when I was in postpartum depression, it did not resonate with my soul. Somehow I knew, like, this experience is innately wrong for women on the planet. It does not empower us. It does not empower our children. It does not create unity. So that's what I I really recommend is to look at the stories you've been told and do they really ring true to you? And you know that they don't ring true to you if they create pain or guilt or shame. It's not the truth. Mm. Stories are so powerful, aren't they, Michelle? I mean, I, I was, I've was i just been writing so much stuff down as you've been speaking because um, I'm just learning so much <laughs> from speaking to you. I just love it. But it really brings to light how how powerful stories are and um I was I was brought up deeply deeply religious and I've kind of like gone through a bit of a journey on my life where I completely broke away and then as I'm kind of you know coming to my 40s I'm becoming a lot more spiritual I wouldn't say that I'm religious but I'm very very spiritual and I've got a better understanding of myself and you know I was brought up on these stories you're talking about Adam and Eve even though um when that story wasn't told to me it wasn't like um explicitly explained in that way you you're you're just picking up you're picking up on these subtle messages that are in there and and it's completely understandable that there are so many people and especially women that are in this world that really do feel that they're um they're not worthy and they have this guilt and shame and you know fear of rejection and and fear of abandonment I mean, it just completely makes sense when you explain it that way about the way that 
our culture and our belief system is completely built on stories. Yes. Yes. I love that you say, Abigail, that you were, um, you were brought up religiously, but you, you didn't even, this story wasn't presented to you this way. And so many people say, well, you know, I wasn't even raised religiously. These stories are so deeply embedded in our psyches. Consider for 2,000 years, for generations, our families have been passing down the subtleties of these stories, even if you're not telling the story. I mean, months ago, I was on a dating site, and a gentleman who said he was not religious also said that he was looking for his missing rib, right? Oh, wow. Right? And he probably doesn't even understand the implications of that or where that comes from. But it, it is that, you know, for generations, and science is showing now through epigenetics that our emotions are passed down genetically. And so when you have... Generation after generation of women being ashamed of who they are because we're, you know, we weren't created in the image of God. We were created as a second thought. And then we begin living as a second thought in our own lives. It, you know, we, we're the second thought to our husbands or our partners. We're the second thought to our children and then to our grandchildren, right? We're always coming in second, third, fourth, fifth at the bottom of the row because ultimately we're, we were created as a second thought. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it just permeates. We're swimming in these energies. It doesn't matter if you never went inside of, of a church. You know, I, I told you I discovered hypnobirthing after having my third child, and it was months after that that my daughter, who was eight years old at the time, she's now 29, and um, she was invited to go to the church that I went to for um, 10 years as a, as a child. I went with friends, and it it became my religious upbringing for many years of fundamentalist Christian Pentecostal. And my daughter was invited to go and with a friend and I let her go because I'm very much aligned with allowing my children to explore as I explored and come to their own conclusions. Well, she brought home a tiny little Bible and I hadn't looked at a Bible in years. And that is when I read the story of Adam and Eve in Genesis 3.16. I had just come through my postpartum depression, and um, there in the story of Adam and Eve, did God tell Eve that because she ate the forbidden fruit, that she would now suffer pain in childbirth. And it literally felt like a knife in my heart. I couldn't believe that people actually believed, that there were people believing this story, that God would see women as worthy of this pain. It just, and what I understand now, many, many years later, you know, that was 22 years ago, is that. I carry the truth within my body. 
that the Aquarius, I was born to live at this time of the Aquarian age to bring the truth to women. And I had embodied that truth. I had been born with that truth. And every time I heard untruth, anytime I heard profound disrespect and dishonoring of women, I felt it in my body. It would ping against the truth that I innately had within me. I can't, you know, that has really um, shocked me because I can't remember the childbirth, the pain in childbirth thing until you just said it now. And I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. of course, I remember it now. Like I'd completely forgotten that. It must have been fascinating to read that with um, a, a different pair of eyes. And even now, like now as you read it, it must be really fascinating just to read that and just know that it's just a story it's just a story it's not the truth it's just a story how how does that yeah. feel when you read that now knowing what you know and doing the work that you do well Abigail I see it so much differently now right I see that I see the underlying agenda of the story You know, women are incredibly powerful beings, whether you choose to give birth or not. You know, the physical manifestation of bringing spirit to form in childbirth, it's just a metaphor for all of the ways that we as women bring spirit into form. And now I just see those stories as a way to hide our power from us. Mm. And, you know... What's, what I can see so clearly now, too, is that it's unfortunate because the entire human world has suffered from the absence of the feminine. And, you know, men, too, are also profound beings that bring spirit into form. You know, our greatness is genderless. And that's what's really happening. Not only, you know, our, our ascension into who we can become as human beings, living to our fullest potential and embracing our spiritual sides, is twofold in this moment. It's not only the rise of the feminine in women, it's the rise of the feminine in men and the healing between the masculine and the feminine. Because if you if you look at our planet, you can see how men and women alike have suffered from the absence of a divine mother. We all yeah. need a divine mother. We all need the energies of the feminine. And so, yeah, I look at those stories and it's with great clarity. You know, I almost say sadness, but it's not even... It, You know, when I look at my sons and I look at my partner, there is some sadness because the feminine cannot just be hidden from women. I mean, it's been suppressed in every being, and every being has suffered that loss. And so as we embrace her in both men and women, that's when humanity is truly healed. 
Wow. Michelle, I'm getting tingles. As I'm listening to you, I really am. Um, It'd be great when we come back from the break because I'd really um, love for you to share with us um, how we can sort of begin to heal these wounds, you know, and how as women we can really live the life that we want. Um, But for the moment, we're going to go to a quick break. I'm sure I am without a doubt that you will want to know more about Michelle after this interview. So please visit her website, athenarisingnow.com. And um, please stay tuned as we'll be right back talking to Michelle right after these messages. your world motivate change succeed voice america empowerment.com are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity wealth and abundance in your business through public speaking as a presentation coach abigail rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless authentic fabulous presenters and influencers whether you've never spoken in public before whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free own your authentic voice strategy session today again that's hello at abigailrebecca.com life can be confusing at times there can be uncertainty disappointment and an inability to clearly see where you're headed but it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life tune in to living the miracle with your hosts michael and Raphael tamora we'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life have certainty in yourself and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit abigailrebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Hey, everyone. And yes, a very warm welcome back to Present Your Power. And we have got somebody that certainly, certainly um, presents her power. We've got Michelle Lee. Welcome back, Michelle. Thank you. So glad to be back. So, Michelle, I was just saying before we went for a break, actually, I'm just getting tingles as I'm listening to you. Um, it's just it, it's just so fascinating what you're talking about. And, um, you know, it completely rings true, this whole, um, f- especially like the fear of abandonment um, and the, the impact on, on not just women, on men as well, around um, the loss of this divine mother. So... 
we we obviously know that there is a situation um here and a lot of people that can be helped and it's so so wonderful that we have people like you in this world that have a deep deep understanding and drive and passion around it that can help all of us you know deeply deeply connect with our our feminine self so we, you've just taken us through the, the four core wounds and how they manifest in our life. So I guess really, you know, the next stage is how, how as women can we heal these wounds um, and live the life that we truly want? Great question. Yes. And that's the point of it all, right? We don't want to just know the wounds and go, well, this is why I'm this way. Um, it, recognizing that Everything you do is like 98%, 97%. Nobody really knows of the decisions we make are based on our subconscious mind and those unconscious wounds that we have. So it's really recognizing that, you know, that you do have the power over your life. If your power, if your life is not what you want it to be, if your relationship what they want to be if you're not feeling as healthy and strong as fit if you want that you want to be or or doing the work that is your heart's desire understand that you are denying yourself that based on stories that you've been told and the wounding that has been caused by those stories and that it it requires you to heal those wounds. It's time to let those go. And that's what I do with women. I I really take them through a process of releasing those wounds. It's, It's not about denying the wounds or saying, oh, okay, I know where that came from. I can let it go now. There is a healing process that that you go through. And um, that's what I do in my business is take women through a very accelerated healing process that um, releases you quickly from those wounds. And the biggest thing that you can begin doing on your own now is just recognizing, going, recognizing that maybe this isn't true. When that inner critic starts going off in your head, which represents the wounds, right? When we've got that inner critic, the negative self-talk, that's our wounding speaking. Begin to ask yourself, what if this wasn't true? What if this is just a story? You know, because every, every thought, every experience, every judgment we make is truly just a story. It's all stories. So if the story you're telling yourself in your head is one that is disempowering, if it causes you to feel lousy, then create a new story. You're just creating a new story. And when a story causes you to feel loved, loving, empowered, capable, then that's the truth. That's the truth of who we are. So that's the first step is really acknowledge that, hmm, maybe this isn't true. And give yourself permission to redefine what you've been taught that you should be. You get to be whoever you want to be. So tap into what your heart wants. That's what living in the Aquarian age is about, is living from the heart, working from the heart, doing, you know, being a service from the heart. 
And whatever your heart wants, that is our message from divinity. That is our message from our divine mother, from our divine father. It's like, this is why you were born. This is why you are here, to express yourself in this way. You get to be whoever you want to be. I've just written that down. So you, you spoke there about um, how you help people, how you work with people. So how, um, you know, how you help people within your coaching practice. So if we've got anybody who is listening, I'm sure we'll have lots of people that are listening that really would love to connect with you. How can they do that, Michelle? Well, when you go to my website at AthenaRisingNow.com, you can actually book a complimentary call with me. A, a box pops up right on the first page, and you just put in your email address and get on my calendar. I love to spend 30 to 45 minutes with women and help them really identify what's blocking them. Because so much, even when you think you've said yes, to your dream, um, all these obstacles keep, keep popping up, right? And that is really your unconscious, your subconscious wounding popping up to protect you, to keep you safe from having the experiences of humiliation and rejection and abandonment that you may have had as a child. I mean, it's just how our mind works. And so on these calls, I really can hone in rather quickly and see the patterns in a woman's life and in your life when you're on the phone with me to see the patterns that are popping up for you and how you can begin um, reversing those and not responding to those and actually responding from your heart rather than your unconscious fears. You call I love it. You call it a power activation call. I love that. That's pretty powerful, right? <laughs> Absolutely, because it really is about activating your power. Your power is latent within you. If you're not living from a powerful place, it's simply because it's latent. It's not that you don't have it. It just needs activated. Mm, yeah, I love that. So I'm, oh, you know what? I always, whenever we do this radio show, I always get a little bit shocked when I look at the time as we come into the end because I'm like, I could just carry on talking to you forever. Um, we have got a few more minutes though. So it'd be really lovely just to um, share sort of any last thoughts that you might have with, with our audience. What, what would you like to leave our audience with today? I think the number one thing, Abigail, is that, you know, it's all just a story and how you have been defined, how you've been taught about what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a good woman, a good wife, a good mother. They're all just stories based on, you know, based on somebody else's agenda and really being a good person means being a happy person. And so your happiness is your responsibility, and that happiness blesses every relationship in your life. So know that, you know, women are afraid of taking care of themselves and really healing those wounds. It feels selfish to them, and truly, it's the most unselfish thing you can do because as you really step into your authentic self and your power, you bless every single person in your life mm. so it's not just yourself that you're healing 
You're healing everyone. And actually, I just thought of this in terms of your past reference to the fact that um, there's this energy that comes from our ancestors as well. Like this, you know, not not just the stories, but also like the, the belief system and the energy. I guess by doing that, you're also healing the past, like you're healing your like your yes, ancestors ma'am. as well, right? It you, Yes, you are. I'm so glad you brought that up. It goes both directions. As you heal yourself, it does go into the past because you're giving all those women who came before you permission, right? It's, it, you're no longer building on the negative energy. And then, of course, it also goes into the future as well, into your children. You know, when I really awakened, you know, my daughter was much older and she has benefited from my awakening. You know, my empowerment has given her permission to be empowered, to define motherhood in a way that works for her instead of feeling the guilt and shame of not mothering the way our mothers and grandmothers did. So it does absolutely go both directions, Abigail. Mm. Mm. wonderful wonderful what a massive gift you are giving the world thank you so much michelle for being a guest on the show thank you abigail it's been my honor and pleasure to have this conversation with you thank you and um and remember um that by going to michelle's website athenarisingnow.com um there'll be a little pop-up box that will come up that you'll be able to put your details in um to get on to that power activation call with michelle i do think that that is such an amazing name for it so um that would be wonderful i'm sure that they will i'm sure you'll be getting a few calls from today so um thank you so much for listening thank you michelle for being a wonderful guest and um you know it's quite um it's quite powerful what we've been speaking about today um because we've been talking about the um age of aquarius and um this this concept um was actually brought to me um through a a wonderful teacher um who i never met in person but he's incredibly inspirational um within my life and his name is yogi bajan and um I just wanted to leave you with a quote from him. As I do, I always leave you with a quote at the end of the show. But this is really quite powerful and I think very significant to um, what we're talking about today. Because not only Yogi Bhajan brought over um, the the, the thoughts and and the beliefs um, around um, the age of Aquarius, um, he also um, quotes, and I quote, he said, there are three mantras you should never say. I don't know. I'm not ready and I can't do it. So I just think that that really, really supports everything that we've been speaking today. And um, whatever you're doing today, our wonderful listeners, have a really good one and see you next week, sunshine. Thank you for listening to Present Your Power. Be sure to join Abigail Rebecca for another episode of the series next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week and challenge yourself to do something you've always wanted to do.